We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Welcome to Best Friends! <laughs> I'm Nicole Byer. And I'm Sashia Zameda. Oh, that's an interesting way to say to say it. <laughs> what an interesting uh, I don't know, I way to talk. Thought it was fun. Can we just talk about your outfit? Okay. <laughs> you walked in, and I was like, "Yes, America! You look like a space woman <laughs> for America." But then also a gymnast who did well and Ooh. got to put her windbreaker suit back on. Because <laughs> you know how sometimes when they don't do good, they got a shiver. I do. <laughs> Is that the rule? <laughs> Sorry, we're mm-hmm. taking your windbreaker away from you. Hell yeah! It's funny. You gotta make them make them earn it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I love this jumpsuit. It's uh, all windbreaker material. Mm-hmm. Sort of urban outfitters. I've I actually haven't seen anyone else in it. But well, you got it on the sale rack, I so did. nobody else wanted it. That's I guess that's I why you're not seeing nobody else. Is, it was truly the one, <laughs> the, the only one of these on the sale rack. They were like, "Please take our spacesuits." It was sitting in the corner all by itself for so long. And Get you it out said, of here. Well, I'm trying to go places. I know. I'm trying to go to space. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my show choir in high school, we had windbreakers. Like we had like a tracksuit mm-hmm. thing, which like we thought was so cool. But looking back, it was like. We're not doing sports. No, not at all. We're dancing. But a windbreaker is for sports. Mm, like gymnasts will get in them. Yes. After. And yes. I see runners after. Yeah. But why? Maybe it's because it's like some kind of warmth, but it's not like hot. You're not putting sweats on. But. Yeah. It's a covering. Mm-hmm. Does yours have the, like, cottony inside? No. May I feel? Yeah. See, I think that would make me hot, and it would uh, stick to my skin. Mm. I'm a sweater, so. I'm a sweater, too. Are you? Well, just my, well, yeah, just my pits and my crotch. (laughs) You don't sweat out of your mouth? I definitely don't sweat out of my mouth. No, but I also, like, on my face. Oh, that was a joke question. Do people sweat out of their mouths? I 
don't know. Hmm. Is that what spit is? Just sweat? No, I don't think so. Me either. But I don't like if if I'm sweating a lot, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like I am, but ah. it is like profusely coming out of my arms and I, sometimes my crotch. I'm now a head sweater. Oh dang. I've been sweating a lot out of my head, which is really frustrating. Yeah. Because as we all know, I talk about it too much. I pole dance. <laughs> uh, so when you wipe your hands on yeah. your head, then your hands are now sweaty and then slick yeah. for the pole. Didn't you buy some sweatbands though? I did. And let me tell you something. I don't know where the sweat comes from. <laughs> because I cannot figure out where to wear it on my head. Oh. I spend class just adjusting it. Hmm. Where does sweat come out? Mm. <laughs> I would assume like the what is what is this called? The brow line? The, no, the this is this is your the hairline. Hairline. I've put it on my hairline, yeah. but then I'm like sweat drips, and I'm like, but this is what? Mm-hmm. It's very confusing <laughs> for me. It's a real upsetting mystery that I don't know if it's going to get solved. Maybe you need a bandana just straight across your whole forehead. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't. Or just sweat. It's fine. Is it? Maybe I'll get a towel. Yeah. And I'll just be mopping. Just mop yourself whenever you need it, yeah. Or those wrist sweatbands, and then you could dab, dab, dab like that. But then your wrist touched the pole. Yes, touches that is the true. pole. That is true. Wrist touch pole. It was a strange way I said it. Um, you also offered me, so you came in like you were going to space. <laughs> and before you left on your mission, you wanted to give me a unicorn head. Yes. And then seemed confused as to why I didn't want it. <laughs> And then you confirmed again that I didn't want it. You went, you sure you don't want this unicorn head? Why? Okay, so this is, I guess, a Halloween costume thing that you put over your head. It's a unicorn head that you put on top of your head. So your face would still be showing Mm -hmm. along with a unicorn face. And I got it as a prize for this Facebook Live show I did yesterday. And they were giving away dumb prizes. And this was one of them. And I was like, Nicole would like this dumb thing. I said, I better take this unicorn hat to my friend. <laughs> She's you, a child. You love unicorns. She, I do love and I was unicorns. Like, she might like this. But you said, shit, no. As soon as you saw it, you said, <laughs> shit, no. <laughs> well, that's because the shit was, you brought me something. Uh-huh. And I had something to bring to you. Mm. But I forgot it. Mm-hmm. I have these red polka dot overalls that I was going to bring to you. They sound fun. They're... Super fun. There's pleats in the front. They are so fucking cute. So this girl who shops for me, her shop is on Etsy. Uh, Well, she doesn't shop for me. Uh, No, she shops. She's my personal shopper. Uh, It's really great. I love it. It's just a ton of cool plus size vintage. It's called uh, Shop Fatties. She's got an Instagram. Anyone can buy from them. Yeah, anyone can buy from them. But she specializes in plus size clothing and she sells stuff. But she curates a collection for me to like... Pick for, it's yeah. it's uh, the best emails I get. I'm sure. Uh, so she showed me these overalls and she was like, "I know they're not in your size, but maybe you could alter them or something." Because I've been known to slam a panel in a pan. <laughs> but then I got them. And I was like, "I think it's too small. I think the it would just be a panel, mm-hmm. and it, you would lose the fun polka dotness of it." Yeah. Uh, but I think they would fit you, and I bought them anyway because I don't. I didn't want someone else to have them. Which is bad. (laughs) But I'm trying to, like, release a lot of pettiness from my life. Like, I'm really trying to just, like, be okay with people. Other people can have nice things, Like, having nice things and living their lives. Yeah. This is the one thing I cannot let go. I don't, like, I don't know why. But I did buy the, okay. So, there's a picture of me in sunflower bandana shorts. 
I think I've seen these. You took the picture. Oh, okay. Then I have seen these. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I bought them originally at uh, the Garment District in Boston. Love that place. Yes. I bought them in a size, like two sizes too small, mm-hmm. but I didn't want anyone to have them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I spent the next six years... <laughs> <laughs> Looking on eBay intermittently, trying to find this, a similar size or a bigger size, but like so I could put a panel in. But then I found them in my size. Perfect. I still won't give them up, and I don't know why I won't give up the smaller pair. Oh, wow. <sighs> Do they fit me? Mm, they might be too big, mm. but maybe, I don't know. You should come over. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll come over. <laughs> then oh. we can be twins. We can be <laughs> twins. Um, I have a question. Okay. Do you get do you get zitty? Do you get acne before your period comes? Oh yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't realize it was I was getting zitty because of my period. Oh really? Only now in the last couple of months I was like, huh. I seem to be getting real zitty right before my period. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it, I, the th- same thing always happens mm-hmm. to me, and I always forget. I'm like, I feel shitty. Mm. I'm angry faster than usual. I, I'm breaking <sighs> out. I'm farting a lot. Mm. <laughs> and my and my BO's changing. Mm. And I'm like, what's going on? Am I sick? Am I dying? And then my period comes, and I'm like, oh, of course, it's that. This is very interesting. Right. Yeah, because my mood has been a little funky, mm-hmm. a little all over the place the last, like, two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a zit right in the middle of my fucking forehead. Like a unicorn. My God, I don't want the hat. <laughs> I don't want this. Get this I space. mean, you would match. Get in your rocket ship. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> but yes, much like a unicorn, I have yeah. a zit right in between my... Uh, Eyebrows, and then just like populating my face, yeah. and then um, I woke up pretty angry today that I had to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Why can't I live in this bed today?" Yeah, uh, but you can't. You can't. And I think it's because my periods are coming. Yeah, I'm sense. not excited about it. I know. I'm. Someone was saying how uh, women in their thirties, it's kind of like a new puberty, like your hormones are adjusting again. Do we think this is true? Have you heard this, Kimmy? Kimmy on the keys. I know. Um, <clears throat> I personally know that apparently for women, like your sex drive goes up in your 30s while mm-hmm. men peak at 18. Mm-hmm. But let's Google so this. We should all be fucking 18. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Cougar town. <laughs> um, this is scary for me. How much hornier can I get? <laughs> You're just going to see me on the side of the street, like rubbing my fucking pussy on a park bench or something <laughs> oh, I'm over 30 <laughs> no one can satisfy me I know how old I am today I'm 33 good job because girl. the New York Post put my age I had the interview and he was like how old are you and I said why is that important he goes I'll look it up <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that is such a weird thing I don't know uh, why yeah. Just because the fact exists doesn't mean you have to put it in. Um, because they're trying article. to ruin careers. True. It is especially. as if people don't understand that once your age is out there, people find it less believable for you to play a younger age. Oh, truly. It's really annoying. Because, like, is. I definitely uh, 
not gotten jobs because they're like, she looks too old mm-hmm. no, or not even she looks too old. She is too old yes. for this part. Yep. And then I'll do other audition for other roles and they're like, she looks too young. And it's mm-hmm. like, just go on my look. Just go. Yeah. Just look at me and, and then bring me in the room and see if I can say the lines. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Give me on the keys. It says estrogen peaks mid-cycle, and since menstrual cycles vary in length, estrogen levels fluctuate for each cycle. But a dramatic drop in estrogen could affect your fertility, which it starts to drop around 30, and mm. it takes a nosedive at 35. So your estrogen levels are shifting, and your hormones ah, are adjusting. Whoa. My body is getting ready to be barren. <laughs> the body's like, okay, gotta clean Clear it out. <laughs> Sweep up all this uh, egg dust. This hasn't been used. Get it out. Uh, this uterus, it's been uh, empty for a thousand years. Uh, we gotta get it clean for forever. Nothing, for forever. nothing will ever come to this uterus. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Um, I got a new tattoo. Yeah, I didn't show you. You did. Tell me, show me. Oh, that's good. Jigglypuff and a rocket. <laughs> sounds so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I got Jigglypuff and a rocket. It's good. Thanks. He did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Or they, two different dudes, uh, tatted, oh. tatted, tatted me. How far apart were those tattoos? Tattoos? Mm, within uh, minutes. Oh, okay. But why were they two different people? Um, because, so my friend Evan... And my other friend Jenny and I were hanging out, and the night before, I was, like, sick and in bed, and he brought me medicine. He was like, you want to get tattoos tomorrow for feeling better? I said, sure do. And I said, do you want to get matching ones? And he said, I sure do. So what do you want? He said, a rocket. I said, okay. So I got mine done first, and Evan got his, and then Jenny got hers. And then there was this other dude doing this other woman, and then when he was free, I was like, you did a good job on her. I want something else. <laughs> so I... I got a Jigglypuff. Did they put something over the rock? Because they're very close together. Mm-hmm. Did he, like, have to... No. It didn't matter? No, because it's, like it's like if you do, like, a giant thigh piece, you're probably going to be leaning on stuff that you've already done. Uh-huh. And it was just line work and shading, so it didn't hurt or anything. Uh, then they also ordered me pork fried rice. Truly, they were my friends. Wait, the people at the uh, shop? Hell yeah. Oh, that's really great. <laughs> you had a time. I had a great time. I was there for... A while. <laughs> You're family now. Yeah, those those are my that's my family. Those that's are my fun. brothers. I love that. <laughs> um and then after that I went to a haunted house. Whoa. It's the the Bane haunted house in uh New York City. Okay. Have you ever been to a haunted house? Yes, I have. Were you haunted? Yeah, I went to one in New Orleans that was like mm. Kind of free range and unregulated. So, like, it was like, it's a collective of artists who are just like doing it on their own. Mm-mm. And so, there it was wild. Like, there was a dog in a cage barking at us. And I was like, I don't know if that's good for us or the dog. It's just a crated dog and their owners in the other room. And they're like, the horror. Chuck's yes. <laughs> like, I'm confused. No, but then there was like a room. Full of blood, like blood on the walls, Ooh. blood everywhere, and then blood on the people. Ooh. And then I think a guy was getting sucked off. I'm not sure. Oh, boy. Like, I, f- I definitely saw either a real dick or something that was supposed to be a, a look like a dick. We went to different haunted houses. <laughs> this was like, like a gross out haunted oh, house. Okay. Like, there was like a, a shit room where there was like, it wasn't real shit, but just uh, a, a I mean, still. pile of things that looked like Ooh. poop. Um, so anyway... 
What was yours? Probably safer? <laughs> uh, I think it was safer, although the rules were like, if you get too scared, you got to stand still and scream for mercy. <laughs> uh, you cannot touch the actors. The actors can touch you. Oh, boy. Um, so, and then it's like very, very dark, and they were like, you will be separated from your friends. Uh, so... As we were standing online, this black woman walked in and walked right back out and went, no! <laughs> and then her boyfriend was like, come on. She went, no! <laughs> it was very funny. Um, and then, so, okay, here's my thing. They're actors. None of this is real until you die, you know? So, you know, it could okay. be like a haunted house where, like, you actually get murdered, you know, because, like, there's a crazy person inside. Is that what you want? No. Oh, okay. But in my head, I was like, none of this is real, and yes. that's how I will not be scared. Sure. I know that I'm going to have someone pop out at me <laughs> in a dark corner. Mm -hmm. So I was probably a patron they did not like because every time someone would jump out at me, I go, hello, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Good day, sir. And then I would say, hello, do I go this way? <laughs> if you would let me know, that would be nice. Yes, thank you very much. Good costume. Ta-ta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then um, they were like, so what is one of those things where a dead person goes in? Like a body? A coffin. No. Oh. Um, it's a, a morgue. Okay. So a morgue refrigerator. Uh -huh. They had us crawl through one. Uh -huh. And I looked at this like dead fucking mortician. I said, hmm, pretty taxing on the knees. <laughs> I said, no, I didn't know there was going to be that much physical activity. And he was like, I didn't just crawl in. <laughs> it's like, don't talk to me like I'm a person. You're supposed to be scared. <laughs> and then there was a slide. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, well, uh, is it a deep slide? <laughs> and he was like, get him. And he said, well, I just want to know the depths. I don't want to like, like, injure myself. It's pretty dark. Uh, and then he was like, get, just get in. Also, I think you're funny. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow, really breaking he, the fourth wall. He really did. And then I, as I slid down, he went, nailed it. <laughs> That's what he did? Yeah, and that made me laugh. That is very funny. <laughs> if I go to a haunted house, you yell, nailed it at me all you want. <laughs> but do it in character. Yes, do it in character. Mm, it was nailed it. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there was like a a spooky bed. And I, you're, so I was like in this room and I was like, oh, wait, am I supposed to crawl on this bed? Mm -hmm. So then the bed was hard and I was like, ooh, this is a hard bed. Mm -hmm. So then I lay down for a little bit to be like, who would ever sleep here? <laughs> and then a creepy small lady was like, Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're not supposed to rest on the bed. I did very badly. And um I <laughs> Evan was uh he got through it first and then I got through it. And then we waited 15 minutes for Jenny. And Jenny was like, I don't know, I was with a group where we had to kneel down and then uh we had to call ourselves piggy, and then people in the room were like, I'm not a piggy. Oh, and no. then she was like, Can we just cooperate? <laughs> Uh, it was very funny. Whoa. I don't know if how it long, ever... How long did it take you to get through it? I think maybe 15, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. It wasn't super, super long. Yeah. And then I read online about this other haunted house. Give me on the keys. Can you look it up? I think it's like the McCleary haunted house where you have to sign a non-disclosure and they hurt you. <gasps> they pull your teeth and shit. Pull your teeth? Yeah. Um, Out? Or just yeah. Like so it? yeah. Okay. So it's a torture chamber. What the hell? In disguise. No. McCleary. McCamey. McCain. What is it? McCamey. McCamey. McCamey Manor. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And they pay you $20,000 if you finish, but nobody has ever finished. Um, And then they ask you things like, what are you allergic to? And you think it's like, be kind, but then they use your allergies against you. And then if you puke, they'll make you eat it. So it's truly, it's crazy. I don't know what. um, Yeah. So it's a 40 40 page page waiver. waiver. Oh, no. Um... I don't know about this. So twenty twenty thousand dollars. Not safe for work. Videos of past contestants' experiences are required viewing before signing up for the tour. The images are harrowing. They show grown adults sobbing, shaking, often soaking wet, and and covered in what looks like blood. Um, and they say that the danger is an illusion, but critics say participants are signing themselves up to be tortured. So mm. here is part of the non-disclosure or the way. Scroll down, Kimmy. Um, let's see. So he says, but before both attempts, he was initially scared off by the waiver, which details all the physically painful, mentally scarring and grotesque things that could happen along the way. It says you could be buried alive in a coffin, for example, or swim through a tunnel system with minimal air pockets and canines trying to bite you. I wish we got to find the way like the waiver is fucking nuts. What if someone drowns or like you signed a waiver? It doesn't matter. Like once you sign a waiver. You're saying that I relieve you of all responsibility. You can literally kill me. Good Lord. Um, It's literally a kidnapping and torture house, Mm -hmm. the petition says. People have had to seek psychiatric, uh, professional psychiatric help and medical care for extensive injuries. And he did not want to confirm or deny which is real and which are not. Mm -hmm. My God. And do people, has anyone left and been like, that was fun? Uh, I doubt it. Um, I really, okay, it was like on Twitter where I read the whole thing. It's fucking nuts. Would you do it? Are you kidding? No. No. No, $20,000 is not enough money to have my extremities fucking pulled or like being, like to have my tooth removed? Yeah. I had braces. (laughs) I already. My parents pay good money for these. Can we pull this out? Yeah, you can't pull it out. Come on now. Oh, my God. Oh, and then you have to do a background check. They check you out to make sure that, like, I guess that you're not crazy. Oh, you're obviously crazy if you're signing up. Let's see. I can put you in a kiddie pool with a couple inches of water and scroll up. Oh, wait, I was, okay, right there. Uh, I was waterboarded. I was tased. I was whipped. I was repeatedly hit in my face over and over and over. The woman was reportedly even made to dig a ditch and told her to lay in it before staffers started throwing dirt in her face. Mercifully, she was given a straw to breathe through and begging for water and got doused. Like, it is everything I have read about this is crazy. I guess people are doing it because they're like, Oh, I can handle it. Or like, that doesn't sound like, I don't know, to like test themselves. Yeah, but nothing I just read. This website also looks wild. Is this a website? (laughs) This is nuts. That's the fucking website? It looks like someone crazy made it. It does. Enter your own risk. Also, I would never think I would go to this website that's just real wild and then be like, I'm going to lose a tooth here. It looks like these people don't know how to do nothing. No. Okay, must watch, warning, location hours, last guest, photos. What are the photos? Oh, boy. 
Oh, no. So there's like a tarantula on someone's Um, this, oh my God. The, I, none of these pictures are fun. It's a lot of clowns getting close, a lot of dead looking people. Real close to their face. A lot of, well, that man's smiling in one picture. Ew, is that like a scorpion going in someone's mouth? Oh my God. This is wild. Uh, Nobody looks like they're having fun. Like, yeah. This is bad. This is bad. Okay, what's the warning? Also, Netflix? Yeah, what is... Yeah. <laughs> Do they have a documentary or something? Because I will watch. Same. It's not your standard boo-haunted house. This is an audience participation event in which you will be in your own horror movie. This is rough, intense, and truly frightening experience. You must be in great health in all caps to participate. Last year, last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McKamey Manor. New for 2018. You didn't update. They mm. present desolation, including Holly's play. This is... So you got to be mentally, physically, do not wear expensive clothing. Do not bring anything that can get wet. This will be an aggressive experience and our actors will come in contact with you. You cannot anyway, in any way uh, return the content, uh, contact. Uh, okay, what is... Oh, think about the average 10 to 20 minute haunt or theme. Okay, uh, what is the Netflix? What does that say? McKamey Manor on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? <laughs> oh, I think they're featured on Dark Tourist. Oh. That's different than being on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta say, we were on a show. Let's that was on Netflix. click on Movies Part 8, because 8 is my favorite <laughs> number. You got it. I didn't know that. Yeah. What's your favorite number? Do you have one? Four. Why is four yours? I don't actually know. Eight is mine because it looks like a snowman without a head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> None of these look great. It looks like he just makes his own horror movies. Yeah, this is bad for me. <laughs> yeah, so would you ever do it? Did I ask Absolutely you? Absolutely not. No, right? No. Kimmy, would you? No, I'm, I did my first haunted house this year, and, and? it was very scary. It was good, oh. but it was very scary. Well, you never did one before? No, I was a chicken. Wow. I, life's scary enough. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> But it was great. Rain of Terror and Thousand Oaks, super fun. Did you scream? Yes. Um, but I went with um, my boyfriend's friends, and one of them is six foot four, like football player. Now, is he like, single? Um, no, he is married. But he's a mm. he's a youth pastor, and mm. so he's like a junior high youth pastor. And he kept ending up on the floor screaming. Oh wow! <laughs> and that helped. That helped my my you know hope. I yeah. think everyone should use my little trick. Just oh hello. <laughs> But that's <laughs> you're not giving up to the illusion. It's like I the whole so. thing. Well, I get the first time I did it was in real life. I was in uh, the garage of my gym, and this man was coming towards me with a disfigured face, and it, he looked like scary. He looked like out of a horror movie. But then I was like, oh my god. This man is in real life. Maybe he's a victim of like a burn or something. So like you can't be scared of somebody who went through something traumatic. So and he was like, where's the elevator? And I was like, oh, the elevator's right over here. I hope you have a nice day. Okay, bye. And then I went to the gym and I was like, dang, I really feel bad for that man. But I'm proud of myself by not reacting mm -hmm. poorly to this person who was yeah. in a bad situation. For sure. Then I was walking back to my car and I see him again. He was like, hey. And I was like, hello. And then his friend like popped out and was like, hey, can we interview? you and I was like what he goes why weren't you scared oh. and I was like oh it's a fucking prank or something. yeah and I was like this sucks That's weird yeah so now whenever I see something scary you think it's a prank 
I think it's a prank, and I very calmly mm. address the situation. Not gonna catch me slipping. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you catch me, you deserve to kill me. Do you remember when we went to your gym and to, and we went to the elevator, and there was a man truly like lighting up crack. <laughs> On the floor. Yes. First, he was just sitting on the floor, and we're like, well, maybe that's not mm-hmm. so terrible. And we get in, the door's closed, he starts lighting up, and then you go, oh no, I don't want this. And you open the door, and we walk out. Well, I wanted him to know that I wasn't afraid of him, but I also did not approve of the crack smoking. Sir, I, have, I don't have any problem with you sitting on the floor, being in this elevator for an extended amount of time. But once you start l- lighting up crack, I have to leave. <laughs> Gotta get out. No, we didn't get out. We rode the elevator with him this year. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because that's how he had time to pull out his crack pipe, which wasn't a crack pipe. It was tinfoil. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And you went, why don't you go to another gym? Yeah, I still don't know why. <laughs> well, now I do. Now you do? Yeah, there's oh, one closer to my house, but it's still in LA Fitness, so. <laughs> yeah, oh. you could go, I mean, I guess I, I don't really know what gy- what gyms exist. I don't go Equinox. Go which we don't like anymore. Well, Equinox got canceled because, like, the CEO of it or something donates to, like, uh, things that the left doesn't like, but I hate to break it to a lot of people on the left. A lot of companies. Most of the companies you currently support, will support in the future, are run by terrible bad people. That's how they run companies. Yeah. Very few nice good people who are giving <laughs> are the CEOs of a company. This is true. You know? it's uh, When you get money, it changes you. Yeah. Sometimes I say things and my <laughs> sister goes, are you a Republican? <laughs> And I go, uh, no. <laughs> but getting there. No, I've uh, I've started to give money to people on the street. Uh, in my youth, I'd be like, no, they're just going to spend it on drugs. But now as a, the, this person I've become, I'm like, well, if they spend it on drugs, it's because they needed the drugs when they were probably sick. Yeah. And it's not my business how they spend money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you talk to someone, you say hello, have a nice day, here you go. It's yeah. not... It's not taken from me. I've been carrying granola bars in my purse and in my car. That's nice. When I see somebody, I'll I'll give them, give them to them. That's very very nice. Yeah, I try to keep uh, like five dollar bills with me Mm -hmm. to give out. That's great. You know, something. It it takes a village to raise a child. (laughs) It takes the world to be good. Oh boy. (laughs) Okay. I was I was searching for it, and I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. She's a good person. Yes, <laughs> I'm trying. It is exhausting being a good person. Yeah, but like I've turned a new leaf. <laughs> you felt like you were a bad person before. No, but I was a very petty person. Yeah, and I'm trying hard not to be that person. Yeah, because it doesn't serve you either. No, and. It's even more exhausting being petty because you got to think about what everybody's doing. It's very true. Yeah. Like uh, I had this audition for this thing I was excited about and then I followed up and they're like, oh, they hired somebody else. I went to her IMDb and I was like, I should have gotten this. And then I was like, but you didn't. And then I closed it and went, okay. <laughs> then turned the music up in my car and started singing. Nice. Because I was like, who fucking cares? Truly. Who cares? Uh, there's a hundred roles out there. Who cares? Yeah. I'm also just trying to look at the other positives in the situation. Yeah. I got a note today that someone else got a part of the audition for. And I was like, great. 
But mm-hmm. I also got in front of a casting director I'd never seen before. Yeah. So hopefully they'll call me for other stuff. Yeah. So I was like, there's positives there. Which is a real thing that happens. Yeah. And uh, it's like more practice for me to hell memorize yeah. lines and, you know, it's all an opportunity. <laughs> Which is like corny, but like true. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I was like this in the beginning. Do you know what I mean? In the beginning of my career, I was like, oh, my God, I get to go see a casting director. Yeah. And they're going to look at me. Yeah. And, like, consider me. Wow. And then as time has gone on, I'm like, I got to drive to Santa Monica Mm -hmm. and I got to say words to somebody. I'd rather be back. (laughs) And I'm trying to get back to that whimsy of how exciting uh, my the the prospect of having a career was yeah well our pri- not our priorities our what am I trying to say we're just used to different stuff now mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes we get jobs and we don't have to audition my god and those are great <laughs> what, a, what a fucking treat true my favorite thing my favorite question on set is well how was your hair during your audition and my favorite answer was I did an audition. <laughs> 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 oh no 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 no! I did an audition, and then I spin off mm-hmm. into the <laughs> into the sunset. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't ever have to audition again, what what a treat that would be! But like, there's some like movie stars that are still auditioning oh, for stuff. Yeah. So I, I think it just depends on yeah, what the a, project is, mm-hmm. and if it's like a specific thing that person <laughs> that thing is looking for. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they're just like, give me another. Anne Hathaway, or, you know, give me, give me. There's I, only one well, Anne Hathaway. You're very, okay. you're very right. You're very Let's right. get something straight here. There's only <laughs> one lady who can win an Oscar for a 15 minute performance in the musical Way Miz, okay? <laughs> There's only one lady in America who can be the other half of the duo that is called Hustlers. Hustle? <laughs> the Hustle. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's that new the movie that hustle. she has with Rebel Wilson. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hustle. Hustlers is with... Uh, is it? Oh, interesting that those two two Hustle movies out. Yeah, 2019 is saying, ladies, let's get ready. Ladies, you steal money. <laughs> you steal money from people. Yeah, City Girls. It's our turn. JT was locked up. It was... <laughs> 2019 was the year of the... Yes, Megan's <laughs> telling people that... Megan these Stallion's telling people to get, She's, get people's money. Yep, send somebody a picture of somebody else's titties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are scamming. Scamming. Men. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I could scam a man because I'm just so pleased with the attention. <laughs> please, just, please just keep to contacting Stop, me. Please keep calling me. I'm fully available. <laughs> I'll tell you everything you need to know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think I could scam. I'm really bad at lying. Yeah. You are. Uh, it's pretty easy to see when you're displeased. Uh, also, I thought I had a real poker face about my emotions. You really don't. <laughs> you so don't. <laughs> yeah, very obvious when you're displeased as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Or confused or tired. Like, we, yeah, it's all over your face. I mean... The confusion one really sucks when someone catches me in a moment where I'm confused because my face truly is the personification of the sound. (laughs) It's really funny. My jaw kind of goes slack. (laughs) You're just like, 
like dead eyed, like, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> but you're like still trying to like, pretend like you get what's going on. Like you're like, yeah, this conversation could continue. And it's like, no, we have to stop now because you clearly don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then sometimes I get caught when I'm trying to be slick. So I turned on the Apple TV and um, I think I said hello to it or something. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was something. And John went, Nicole. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. That happened when I was there, too, because you. Oh, me. Yeah, it was the two of you guys. You turned it on or something and you were like, uh. And then Apple TV was like, I'm sorry. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, never mind. <laughs> That's what it was. I said, uh, never mind. There was also this one time I was trying to call Delta to uh, change my flight and the automated system was like, hello. And I went, oh, hi. And then John went, they didn't hear you. (laughs) And I was very embarrassed. (laughs) I'm always just getting embarrassed. One time I called Apple, um, the company, Mm -hmm. about... You didn't call a fruit? No, I did not call the fruit. Okay. Uh, I don't know, some either phone or computer thing and an automated thing came on and it was like, uh, tell us your deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I said it and I was like, all right, I'll look that up. And then it was like little typing noises. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know this computer is not typing on a computer. <laughs> Don't fucking patronize me. Just say hold please. And then go do the thing. Mm-hmm. Don't make me think like, Oh good. They're looking it up on their, on their laptop right now. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. I don't know either. There's some dumb woman who's like, oh, good. They're typing everything I said. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before. Like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep and in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada like triple-checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love.
Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time-saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, they restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. Boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Uh, should we take a little quizzy poo? Yes. Okay. Um, it's also, I feel bad because uh, you ever get those um, automated calls that are like a robot or something? Mm-hmm. It's like, you're being sued. You need to call this number and give us your social security number, where your mom lives. Mm-hmm. And and I hang up and then block that number. But then I'm like, there are some people that probably would yeah. do that. It must work. Was Why, why mm-hmm. would they keep doing this? I did an episode of uh, Scam Goddess with Lacey Mosley. Yeah. And she talked about this scam where somebody, not an automated person, but like an actual person would call you and be like, your nephew's in jail. We need money now. And then uh, she found this article about this guy who was like, I mean, my nephew's always in jail. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I've heard of a scam where... Uh, they say, is this your name? And then when you say yes, they like record your voice saying yes and like use it for other shit. Oh, no. So whenever someone calls me and goes, is this Nicole Byer? I go, who is calling? Yeah. Why you want to know? Yeah. Who's this? Who this? Who? Who? Who's asking? Who do who? <laughs> what? What? Wait, what song is that from? Who do who? Do who? Oh, pass that Dutch. Pass yeah. that Dutch. Mm-hmm. Pass the Dutch, baby. Shake, shake, shake stuff, baby. <laughs> you know, Missy Elliott. Yeah. Pass that. Do you know who Carl Thomas is? Sounds familiar. The song's so emotional. Oh. Or no, just emotional. I think so. Maybe I'm the only person who knows this song. Last night in improv show, I played Carl Thomas to Silence. <laughs> You ah! pretend to be Carl Thomas? Hell yeah. And expected the audience to be like, yes, thank God she brought this deep cut out. Yes, we were all thinking about Carl Thomas. Well, you know, sometimes you say things out loud mm-hmm. and realize how silly it was. Can we? Are we allowed to play that music? Or yeah. No? Can you play emotional? 
In what context were you playing Carl Thomas? <laughs> um, yes, I kept, I I kept getting that. stolen from concerts. Uh, mm. I'm not sure why. <laughs> why was I actually Carl Thomas? <laughs> I don't know, but I climbed the wall and then they had to come get me because I <laughs> was scared that I was going to fall down. Oh boy. <laughs> it was a fun show. Sounds fun. I do remember this. Carl, baby. Yes. I miss old R&B. Yeah. Although I feel like we're having a resurgence. But somehow we Not in the videos, though. Oh, no. Yeah, with the fan going through the shirt, yes. open shirt. We're like in the rain. Yeah, that's fun. So you know they're pink. Ooh, Stacey Dash yes, in the video. Come on, Stacey Dash. Right. You know she's white? Like she bleached her skin or something? No. When she got arrested, and they, when you get arrested, they ask you what your ethnicity is, and she said white. When did she get arrested? Uh, like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I missed this completely. Give me on the keys. <laughs> Domestic battery charge in Florida after an incident with her husband. The actress is labeled white, leading to believe that is how she chose to self-identify. Oh, it was an error. Dang. Okay, that makes sense because I don't think anyone ever asked me my ethnicity in my arrests. They just take you. They just take you. Well, they yeah, I don't even think they asked me if I knew why I was being arrested. Because I knew. So someone else wrote, I mean, that's... Pretty, pretty funny. funny. <laughs> that person was being shady. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're like, I've seen you on Fox News. White. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You, you, uh, would you like to pick the quiz? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, I figure since you're going to space later. <laughs> Let's do what 90s cartoon are you? I think we did that at the live show. No, you know what? I think we saw it. We saw it, it and we didn't and, do we it. We did a different one, yeah. Thank you. No. Oh, no, we did do we this. Did, did this. Sick. We did. Whoa. We really have switched places yeah. this year. I don't know what's Because happening. you didn't remember. <laughs> I sat up so you straight. Did? <laughs> you had readjusted? I'm on my haunches. So we were texting, and so she was like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "New York City." And you were like, "You never told me not one time." And I said, "I sure did tell you." We also arrive at the airport. I arrive at ten. You arrive at ten thirty, and you were like, "From where?" I was like, "New York City, Sashir." And I know you're in DC right now. And then I get a text message from you that just landed, and I was like, "Okay, did we talk about taking a car back together?" No, Sashir, because I landed. A half hour before you. I don't know how this happened because I always remember stuff and you never remember nothing. Correct. And I, yeah, maybe our brain switched because I'm having a real ta- hard time remembering our conversation. And I'll tell you something, it really juiced me up. I was like, why doesn't she remember this? And then I was like, oh my God, is she in a constant state of aggression against me? Because well, I remember aggression. nothing. <laughs> not aggression, I'm just used to it. Oh my God, it would. It must be exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) I want to read your text message. It was, I felt insane. I was like, what is happening? Well, I felt insane too. I was like, you're in what state? Since when? Who? 
And I was like, you need to tell me specifics. Mm-hmm. You didn't say nothing about the Empire State Building. No. You didn't say nothing <laughs> yeah. about the Brooklyn Bridge. How am I supposed to know where you were? You could have been anywhere, according to your text. This, this is an argument I've used against the sheer numerous times. Whenever she's in New York, I'm like, you didn't tell me about artichoke pizza. And I don't know why that became I, a thing. I think because I was in LaGuardia Airport. <laughs> and I took a I don't even know why I did this. I took a picture of artichoke pizza. And I was like, I'm in LaGuardia. And you're like, no, you're not. You must be on 14th Street. I was no, like, no. West 4th. Oh, yeah. You're on yeah, West 4th. But there's also one on 14th Street. No, West 4th. They're all on West 4th. No, there's one on- in my brain. There's only one. Oh, on wow. West 4th. I thought you were trying to list all of the other ones. No. <laughs> no, because if I believed there was one at 14th, mm. then one could exist in LaGuardia. <laughs> I see. Okay. But there's definitely one on 14th. I think you're on West 4th, and I understand your confusion, because there's four. You're thinking about the one near McDougal? Yes. Okay. Yes, that does exist. That's artichoke And there's pizza. one on 14th and, like, 1st or something. You're, see, you're seeing the four, and you're thinking there's <laughs> no. a one in front, but it's just a four for West 4th. It's a W, not a one. No. It's West 4th. There is four. one on 14th. In McDougal? there's one in LaGuardia Airport. By the Comedy Cellar. No. <laughs> the Comedy Cellar is not in LaGuardia Airport. No, no, no. But there is a, an artichoke pizza. <sighs> see, this is where you're losing me. <laughs> And this is something that's gone on for, for years, <laughs> truly years. And that was truly how our text will be. Mm-hmm. And I will be on a plane being like, Gah! well, you ended this text exchange with, uh, oh, dang. Well, you said, whoa, is this Freaky Friday? <laughs> <laughs> what time do you get to Los Angeles, California? <laughs> We've talked about this. 10.05. You get in at 10.30. Whoa. What is this? Freaky Friday? <laughs> ha ha ha. Do we switch brains? I don't know. You remember our combo and I don't. Now I know how you feel all the time. Ha ha ha. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go sleep now. <laughs> and I wrote, wow. And you said, I'm tired. Are you not? I'm tired of remembering everything. Night, night. Then you said, night, night. See you at LAX. And then at 10.30, just landed. And I waved my hand and you said, I checked a bag. So I got a baggage claim. And in this moment, I was like, I'm halfway home. Does, does she think I'm meeting her? And I said, okay, I'm in my car because I landed a half hour ago. And you, and you said, ooh, you parked at the airport? I said, no, I have a driver. Oh, so you already gone? I said, oh my God, what's happening? Yes, and you went, hmm, yeah, okay. I thought maybe in our combo, I don't remember. We said we were riding home together, but that didn't happen? I said, nope, this is wild. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't know what happened. It was pretty funny. It was making me laugh really hard. Well, that's usually how the conversations go on the other end. Like, I'm usually receiving texts like that, where it's like, "No, Nicole, we never said that." I don't know why you think that. Just landed, headed to baggage claim. This is great. Thank you so much. Whoa, you parked your car in the airport? <laughs> and I, I just thought you were just sitting in your car <laughs> in the garage at really? the airport. Yeah. Waiting for you to hit up baggage claim? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I haven't driven to the airport since my car was towed from the airport. Dang. 
Oh, yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, that was three years ago. Mm, well, <laughs> <laughs> that was back when I had my Civic. My yeah, God. I don't know why I thought that. Have you tried the, you haven't tried Lyft from the airport mm, yet, right? That, it looks it like a mess. seems bad. I'm really scared. I'm flying back on Monday, yeah. and I'm, ooh, I'll have a driver. Oh, nice. Doesn't matter. Next weekend. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, hot tip, you should just take a shuttle to a hotel. That's what people have been doing, but now people, uh, I think the shuttles ask for your reservation sometimes. Damn it. But I think I read in the email from Lyft that if you get in like a Lyft X or Lyft Black or whatever, they can pick you up curbside. Yeah. So you pay more for someone to pick you up curbside. God. Mm-hmm. They get into us. Capitalism. <laughs> I mean, truly. You ain't got no money, you gotta walk to that fucking clusterfuck. Wait, you also- had to pay to get to a shuttle? Yeah, no, 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 sorry. You, If you pay more, you, oh, I see. you can just get picked up at the, the I mean, or whatever. I will, but that I sucks. mean, so will I, but that sucks. I don't want to pay double. It's essentially double. I was like yeah. looking up the prices. I was like, it's 50 bucks, and then it's like 125. Good oh, wait, God. that's more than double. That's more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, 75% more? Yes, I think that's correct. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to agree because I'm not going to do that math. Mm. Oh, no. Now we're switching again. I'm usually horrible at math, and you're usually good at math. Oh, golly. What the heck? I don't like this. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes Everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. We've truly switched places, and I'm not here for it. Maybe now we should actually do um, advice. Yeah, we don't have time for questions. We ain't got time for a quiz. We've been chit chat to chatting. We ain't got time for that. So now it's time for a voicemail. Hell yeah. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. Um, so I'm hoping you can help me out with my situation here. Um, so pretty much I just got out of a two-year lease with an old best friend of mine. Uh, We went into it like best friends. And um, unfortunately, during like the last year of that lease, we had a lot of really bad arguments and problems living with each other. Uh, We just had a lot of problems establishing boundaries and uh, respecting each other's space. And in the end, it kind of cost our friendship, unfortunately. So, I finished up that lease. Now I'm living at home, um, and I've 
since I've moved out, I've sort of made a new best friend from my job. Um, she's offering to uh, sign a lease with me no. next year. Um, I really want to do it, and because obviously I don't want to live in my parents' basement. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I'm just kind of apprehensive about it because of how bad my last experience was. And mm. I really like this person as a friend and I don't want to lose them like I did with my last friend. So I guess what is your take or what's your experience on living with best friends and how do you think I should go about uh, having a conversation or setting up a plan so that if I do choose to move in with this new friend of mine, it goes a lot better and it doesn't ruin things. Mm-hmm. So that's about it. Um, Thank you guys so much. Love your podcast. Uh, I just, it's the highlight of every Wednesday of mine. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how much I love it. Love hearing about therapy, about your pole dancing classes. <laughs> I just can't get enough. So keep it up. And yeah, hope to hear back from you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Um, okay. Here's my advice for moving in with his friend because I said no at first but then I was like Meh, it might not be bad mm-hmm. I think you you need to be strong enough before it gets bad mm-hmm. to get out to yeah. say I want this friendship to last and yeah. we're not good living together and that's okay yeah not everybody's meant to live with everybody truly yeah um but also there's nothing wrong with knowing that uh you don't want to lose this person as a friend. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if someone told me, hey, I don't want to risk making our friendship weird by living with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to look for someone on Craigslist or whatever. I would. I don't think I would have a problem no. with it. Like, it, we could never live together. No. You love things put away. I do. But you do, too. Your house mm. is very clean. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Now that I have spaces to put things. Yeah. But uh, it takes me a minute to do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, it's becoming habitual to be like, put the pillows back where they belong. Yeah. Fold this blanket. Mm-hmm. Pick up socks. So, but in my early 20s, it was bad. Like, yeah. shit would just be everywhere. Yeah. Um, have you lived with best friends? I've lived with really close friends. And actually, I had one friend who, uh, yeah, we were very close. And then... He moved out pretty abruptly. Mm. And at the time, I was like, this really sucks because the issues that he brought up as he was leaving were things that I felt like we could have addressed mm-hmm. months earlier. But if he wants to leave, he wants to leave. Mm-hmm. And we're still friends, and it's fine. And honestly, I was glad to have the opportunity to live by myself mm-hmm. after that. After that, I was like, oh, I'll just live by myself. I don't I actually don't need a roommate. Uh, so it was perfectly fine. But... uh that was the thing where it was like, we could have talked about this. Mm-hmm. So I think if you are going to live with a friend, it it's like any other relationship where you do have to communicate. Yes. Maybe more than you would usually with another friend. Oh, yeah, because you're interacting with this person every single day. Yeah. One of my best friends, Evan, and I have lived together, and Jenny have lived together. Well, Jenny I lived with for six years. Mm-hmm. We had a pretty good understanding of each other and whatnot. Uh, we did have to have, like, a talk about if we said we're going to hang out at this point, 
we sh- we hang out. Like, yeah. I don't flake. Like, I was being yeah. a little flaky because I was babysitting, doing improv, and had, like, a my office job. It was just, like, a lot. Yeah. And she was like, well, you're not respecting my time. She's like, I carved out time for you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure there's also, like, you might take the person for granted because they're at she home. Said. Yeah. yeah. She was like, just because we live together doesn't mean that if we make plans, you can't just be like, oh, I'll just see you at home. Yeah. Uh, so she said that to me and I was like, yes, I need to value, I value our friendship and mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, disappoint you cause I think I can just see you later. Yeah. Evan and I, we did not work well together, living together. So we like were roommates in college and then he ended up wanting to like uh room by himself the next semester. And I was like, great. Uh, cause I don't know if that was fun. <laughs> then, uh, we moved into an apartment. He was like, do you want to move in with me and our other friend? And I was like, this seems, and I said out loud, this seems like a bad idea. And he goes, yeah, I know. Let's do it. (laughs) And we did it. (laughs) Had a pretty wild time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There was like issues, a lot of drunken fights. Mm -hmm. uh, And then he moved out with his boyfriend and then we moved in again together (laughs) for a second time, but it was perfect this time. Uh, And I think it's because we had grown up a little bit. We all had actual jobs. Mm -hmm. So we weren't just inside trying to save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like at one point, Evan and our other friend and I slept on a mattress that we found on the streets of New York (sighs) and (laughs) drank out of this jug that we called the hot jug, which was just... (laughs) An old milk jug that we filled with water. Uh, so, like, we've seen each other at the lowest points yeah. of how you could live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, when we were older, we worked better together. And we were more vocal. At, like, I don't like when you do this. Yeah. And I think that's a very important thing. And yeah. my current roommate's a dear friend. Mm-hmm. But we weren't close before we moved in together. Like, we were, we just performed together. Yeah. But, uh there, if you talk to John, he would go, oh, boundary issues? Nicole doesn't understand boundaries. <laughs> uh, but I think he's okay with that. Yeah. Because he sometimes doesn't understand boundaries. Yeah. So, but then I think, mm, I try to talk to him about what bothers me. Sometimes it is hard. Yeah. But you do. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, I, I think whether you're living with someone who is your friend or is a new person in your life, either way, mm-hmm. you have to talk to this person yes and let them know how you feel so you're not like building up resentment for whatever mm-hmm. reason it's just festering there and then you might end it badly yeah yeah so if you, yeah for this person if they want to move in with their friend mm-hmm. Do just it. know that you should be very open and vocal so you don't have a, another repeat of whatever happened before yeah yeah <laughs> we solved that Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Okay. First of all, I love this podcast. I love you, Nicole Byer. Wow. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Please come to Houston so I can see you live. And Sashir, stay where you are. (laughs) Well, hate to break it to you. I was just in Houston. Damn. I don't... That always happens. Without fail. It's like you go to a place and people are like, oh, man, 
I miss you. Or please come here. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I how- was just here. I don't know how else to tell you. If you follow me on social media, you could see. Well, I posted something, some information about like a show date mm-hmm. in one post. And then the next day posted something completely different. And the person had a question that was answered in the post previous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I give up. Um, so I cannot believe this person wrote into a duo podcast and only acknowledged <laughs> one person. Oh, it's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't love it. <laughs> so I take issue with this person. I'm going to go into this with a grievance <laughs> and anger that I can't quelch. Wow, those were great words. Good words. Grievance and quelch. Look at you. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> Just kidding. Cremate me. So <laughs> My issue is my fiance's wife's wife's friend. What? My fian You got it, girl. You got so this. So my issue is my fina- fiance. This looks like finances. It is fiance's. Fiance's friends' wives. She, it's missing some apostrophes, so it's a little confusing. Is that why I'm having trouble? Maybe. Probably. I don't get it. My fiance's friends' wives. Yeah, so her. My fiance. fiance. I'm engaged to you. Yes, so my friend and that friend's wife. So, like, if we double date, it's probably the person you're talking to, you know? My fiance's friends' <laughs> wives. Okay, so, so I say, I'm your fiance. Where are you? And then uh, uh, John's my friend. And then Jackson is yes. his wife. So we're mad at Jackson? So far. <laughs> it seems like it. That's what the issue is, I think. I, I think we're back into our regular body. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> my brain really hurts. Do you get it now, though? My fiance's. You're tearing up. Friend- <laughs> it's not that stressful. It's okay. <laughs> You're tearing up. I was. Um, my fiance's friends' wives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's must be, it must be multiple wives. Because it's a, I guess so. He has two good friends, and we hang out with them a lot, but their wives suck. Damn. I, you know, I guess it's fian- fiancé and wives We can really tripping me <laughs> up. Like, you just I think, move past that sin. <laughs> I think it's like... <laughs> <laughs> the friends... It should be... Can you say this sentence to, like, make it okay? Okay, let's see. Um, it also could have been, like, my fiancé's... <laughs> me and my fiancé hang out with, our, with his friends, but his wives suck. I can't believe how hard that was for me to understand. I guess it's because I've never been in a relationship, so I don't... I don't under- think that's it. I don't think that's it. So I just it. don't understand these words together. <laughs> Wait, fiance and wife and friend? Because fiance predicates wife, but then we're thrown in friends. It's a lot predicates, of- what a great at you. <laughs> there are two more paragraphs in this email. Okay. And we hang out a lot with their wives. Suck. I've been with my guy for seven years, and this has been an issue the entire time. Huh. I've re oh, I get it. Okay, because she's supposed to be friends with the wives. Yeah. Uh, I've reached out to them and tried to get a girl's day. 
or a movie, but I've been turned down. Mm. One literally told me no, not to force the friendship. I've never had uh, this issue or felt like I had to really try to get to know someone. So after a year or two of letting them have their space, I asked them if they had an issue with me. Of course they're not honest. And told me they don't have an issue with me, yet clearly ignore me when we're all out at the bar. I recently had my bridal shower, and neither of them showed up. I, of course, asked why. One claimed to have anxiety and won't drive an hour without her husband. Gag. And the other apparently had an issue with me because my fiancé and I didn't go to the bar with her and her spouse a month prior. What should I do to handle and deal with this? I'm stuck with them, and I enjoy their husband's company. I could not go out with them when they all go out, but come on, I want to drink too, and my fiancé pays. Big ol' smiley face. Should I stop biting my tongue and call him out? Help! Definitely don't call them out. Again, love y'all, so she included you. Yeah, she said y'all. Okay. But she's from Houston, so maybe it's just her being southern. southern. <laughs> um, yeah, Sounds like everyone's saying stop. Yeah. And you got to listen. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? They This is not going to happen. Yeah. Even if they were like, okay, come would hang out. Do you? That? Yeah. Would that make you feel good? They've been re- resisting you for, sounds like, years. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe just leave it alone. Yeah. You can find other friends. Not to be mean, but these women do not like you. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be friends with these women. Um, if I were you, I would just ignore them at the bar. I just wouldn't, I would just be like, you're not interested yeah. in me. Whatever. Or it can just be civil, but it doesn't have to be like, you're either friends or enemies. It's just yeah. like, whatever, they exist. I'm sure you guys can be pleasant to each other in person when you're all hanging out together. But if you and the husbands get along mm-hmm. together and they're fine with you hanging out with their husbands, yeah. just hang out like that. It's fine. And... You're, you are, I'm using Julia as an example Uh because that's how my brain can truly wrap my, my mind around this. Yeah. So like you're friends with Julia. Yes. But if you were not, that would would be be fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to think if my man has people in his life that I'm like, ugh, I can't stand it. I actually don't think so. Um, Which is great. Mm -hmm. But if there was someone who was like. Mm, I like the guy, mm-hmm. but the girl's like, I don't want to be stuck with her. I don't think anyone would have a problem with me leaving. No. Or like not talking to her. Yeah. No one's ever tried to force me to be someone's friend. Yeah, we're all adults here. Yeah, it's okay to just move on. Find your own mm-hmm. friends. Go where the love is. Yeah, go where the love if is. If people are giving you a hard stop, mm-hmm. do stop. <laughs> also, don't judge this lady who's got anxiety and can't drive nowhere oh, without her yeah, husband. That's, that's real. Yeah, she might actually she might have actually... anxiety. Like, my old roommate, Jen Jen, does not like driving on highways. It gives yeah. her major anxiety, and she goes, like, 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Which gives me anxiety, because I'm like, I'm not trying to die on the freeways of Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Also, if it's a lie, then le- then that's also, like, you yeah, don't want to hang out with yeah, this person. Yeah, don't hang out with her. She doesn't want to be near you. Yeah. Yeah, get, uh, who cares? Yeah, make other friends. Hi, Sashir and Nicole. See, you came first. (laughs) Wow, yay. (laughs) Don't have a friendship question, but I wanted to let you know that you inadvertently helped me swearing. Stop swearing so much. Short-backed story. I worked in a special education program as a para 
for four years with nonverbal students highly impacted with by autism. Needless to say, I, it was incredibly stressful, and I've always had a real potty mouth. So saying the uh, occasional goddamn or holy shit or what in the fucking fucking fuck <laughs> is fucking happening right now into my breath helped me get through the day. I just graduated and got my teaching certificate, and I'm in my first year of teaching in a general education classroom. Congrats. All summer, I was stressing about the inevitable day I would accidentally let out a big bad word uh, slip out in front of class. However, since listening to your wonderful podcast, the word fuck has been replaced with fully in my vocabulary. <laughs> Do we say fully a lot? Maybe. He was fully... I don't know. We say fully a lot? Used, it was an episode a little ways back. You guys talk, used fully instead of fuck. We did? Oh. Damn. Both of our brains are broken right now. I don't re-listen to the episodes. I j- but I do. You and do. I, and I don't You listen that. to all of them. I do. Which is truly a blessing for me. <laughs> I just can't stand the sound of my voice. Really? I truly don't like it. It's a good voice. I hate it. Well, I think that's most people. Most people are Ugh. surprised by their voice. It's bad. It's not bad. And we don't actually know what we sound like. Because you... <laughs> You're hearing a recording. You'll oh, never hear what you're, what you're act- when you're talking. Yeah, yes, yeah. Because the way I sound now sounds different than a recording. Mm-hmm. That sounds different than what I hear in the headphones. Sure. So I don't know what I actually sound like. We also don't know what the fuck we look like. We're reflected a reverse image of ourselves. But even in video? I don't know. <laughs> so- <laughs> I'll tell you what you sound like. Hi, I'm Nicole. <laughs> And here's what you sound like. So uh, I'm going to baggage claim. And um, I guess I'll meet you in your car that you're sitting in in the garage in Terminal 4. (laughs) So I've been telling my third graders it is fully disappointing that we have to spend what would have been our free time on Friday practicing how to line up and walk in the halls instead of fucking disappointing. Mm. So thank you for helping me make this change in my life. It has alleviated... I remember a lady had a question where she... No, I don't. You guys are so sweet and funny. I just <laughs> what, love you wait, What was the memory that you had? Um, that maybe someone was like, I swear too much, help. And I think we were like, instead of fuck, say fully. Was that Is it? That it? I think so. It okay. was a ways back. All right. Well, great. I'm glad I'm glad it's helping multiple people. Yeah, we're out here in these streets <laughs> helping people. Yeah. You can just call us Helpful Honda. Helpful Honda? <laughs> the Helpful Honda. I can't remember the rest of that. You know, what do they say? Helpful Honda people? Is that what they are? Just the Helpful Honda people? You've never so. heard the Helpful Honda commercials? No. Hey, it's me, Gary. These are real people. I'm a helpful Honda person. Oh, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, helpful Honda guys. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, random acts of helpfulness. They help everybody. Helpful Honda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's back, baby. She's making no sense. She's zipping through thoughts. <laughs> Ow, I'm itchy. <laughs> All right, should we end it? Are we done? <laughs> this feels feels like we got, we're going mm-hmm. off the rails now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's it for us. That's right. For if us. you like this episode, there'll be more. And if you want to ask for um, advice, <laughs> you ask for advice, or just tell us nice things, you can yeah. email us at Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or call us at 424-645-7003. Bye. Bye.
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I have a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.